<laughs> Yo, bro. <laughs> what is up, everybody? This is another episode of Two Hip Hop Senseis and the Casual. I am your host, Brandon, aka B Weezy. And I have not been asleep yet. I have not been asleep yet, and I ain't tripping. Never slip or slacking on my pimping. Shout out to Wiz, man. How long you been up? Uh, it's eight o'clock now. I have not been to sleep since like ten o'clock. I took a little nap. What were you doing? Living life, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, I'm Gerard, aka Money and a Thing. Aka Bitcoin. That a boy. Ooh, I like that. That stock's only going up. I am Drew. A day the name. And what does a loose pitcher and OJ have in common? Couldn't be framed. Couldn't be framed, man. That was good. That was good. But uh. Fuck it, if you think OJ did it or if you think oh, he didn't do it, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast, baby. Now that is good radio, man. Oh, man, we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. All of our links in one spot with Linktree. Uh, be sure to show us some love on Instagram. Uh, leave us reviews. Tag us in posts. We have had a lot of people tagging us on social media posts for us to talk about it on the pod. We love that. And as always, be sure to tell your friends to tell their friends to listen to our damn podcast. Lastly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Two Hip Hop Senseis. Period A. Period Casual. And again, we appreciate all of the love, fellas. I want to start off with a little quick trivia. Hold on, hold on, hold y'all ready for this? Real quick, real quick. Before we should have did it last week, but I guess it slipped our mind. But we want to wish you a happy birthday, B. You know, oh me. man, I, I'm like, bro, I'm sitting here, I'm like, who the fuck is B? <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that, uh, man. Thank our you. Our dog turned 30 this week, so we want to go ahead mm-hmm. and give him his flowers, you know, and wish him a happy birthday. We should have did it last week because it was that, the day before, so we should have. Awkward timing. Right. <laughs> but, bro, for sure, happy birthday, bro. Happy I appreciate birthday, that. Bro. And for my birthday, I've been telling everybody, like, what did you do? All I wanted for my birthday was to have some shrimp and be alone in my house. I told my sister my plans. My sister wanted to do something. Twin sister wanted to have something huge for her birthday. So she invited herself to have dinner with me and then told people at a dinner we had for our birthday about what we, you know, she wanted to do for her birthday, hang with me. So then more people invited themselves to (laughs) hang with me. And then more people got invited to the to the to the house to to hang. So this turned into me wanting to be by myself and having shrimp to literally having basically like a full home party, which again it, it turned out very beautiful. Like I'm very blessed. My brother's been in town, my nephew's been in town from Dallas, been hanging with my other nephew. So like I got to be around a lot of love and a lot of family. Uh surprisingly, but yeah, that that's I still can't believe I'm 30, man. Like welcome. Welcome, B. Bro, it's, it, I'll be having conversations just like, man, I'm 30. I can't believe it. But <laughs> yeah, man, I I appreciate that a lot, fellas. And, you know, here's to a year of blessings and higher levels, man. Amen. So quick trivia. Came across the list of five rappers with more than one project over three billion Spotify streams. Again, <laughs> five rappers with more than one project where they all have over 3 billion Spotify streams. 
I was going to ask if you guys wanted to take any guesses. Um, I feel like you guys would know two of these artists. I would be very surprised if you guessed the other three. Do you guys want to take any stabs at this? Yeah. One's got to be Drake, right? Correct. Drake is at the top <laughs> this, of the that's list. That's the only reason he did it, Gerard. Drake has four. So he's one of the five. Okay. So, so there, that means there's four more. Eminem? No! No. Ooh. Jay? No! Nope. Yeah, I figured one. Okay. Um, I'm going to take a shot and say Wiz. No! Nope. Damn. Kanye. I guess uh, I can say a little. I mean, it's kind of hard to give you guys hints, but. Kanye? No! No. Damn. Are we thinking too old? I would definitely say the, the, the remaining artists are younger, for sure. All right. I'm going to take a shot at some younger artists. Let's try Young Thug. Nope. Young boy. No, I'm done. Can be a young boy. <laughs> no. Jesus, what's this list? Is it just Drake all five times? <laughs> no. Do you guys want to take one more guess? There's four more artists. I'll, I won't have yeah, y'all here all, right. all day. The baby. No. No, not the baby. Jesus. Little baby. <laughs> no, man. I'm, I'm done, man. Yeah, I don't know. All right. So I said Drake. He's at the top of the list with four. The next artist is Juice World, Damn, who has oh. three. The artist after that is Bad Bunny, who also has three. Bro. After that, you have XXX Tenacion. Tentacion. Tentacion. I always get his name wrong. I apologize. He's on next on the list with two. And then Travis Scott is the last oh, artist that's on there with two. Dang. I like wanted to tell y'all. I didn't know how to give a hit for Travis Scott. Y'all was like kind of close, but that's so weird. Yeah. The list, man. Like Spotify is fairly new, you know. Yeah, like so I think that's why it leans more towards newer artists. But that, like, I if you guys could have knew Bad Bunny was on there, but like you don't think about him yeah. when it comes to rap, exactly. unfortunately. Right. But like he's one of the biggest Smart. artists in yeah, the world. Right. Dude. <laughs> I Travis been, but... makes sense, but I wasn't thinking Travis because Astro World's been forever right. since its release. So I was like, "How is he still getting and top Juice World stream? and Triple X makes sense too?" So it does because of their demise. But I was about to say, right that. yeah, no. <laughs> not enough projects for me to consider them on the list, though. You know, right? Yeah, man. I That's saw so this. Was, was like, I got to share this for for Gerard and Drew and for our listeners to see if they had. When y'all was guessing, I'm curious if they were guessing at the same time and see how that turns out. But yeah, man, um, I thought that was a nice little trivia, uh, fun fact question. And another one I have here is nine years ago yesterday, Kendrick Lamar released his album, Good Kid, Mad City. And I got a classic. Thinking about that, dude, it, it cannot be nine years since that dropped, dude. There's no way. But then again, I'm 30, so shit. I guess it so is. So Andre sent me a text yesterday. It was a screenshot from XXL Mag, and it says rumors of Kendrick's new album dropping tomorrow, as in today, like have been circulating. So I was like, why the fuck would he release on a Saturday? And then he's like, well, Kanye released on a Sunday. I said, well, Kanye's in a different realm, and <laughs> <laughs> he can do whatever the hell he wants. But you know, that's if Kendrick drops today, we may have to do an emergency pod. Yeah, and like Not add a- 30 minutes to this one or something. Yeah. That'll be dope. We'll keep a lookout, but I don't know. Oh, yeah. I just expect him to do... I don't expect him to do a Kanye. I expect him to le- release on a Friday. Yeah. Well, that's why he said, though, because because of uh, Good Kid Mad City's ninth anniversary that he wants to drop it on the same day, you know? 
So that makes sense, but I don't know. I I, I like Friday releases now. Yeah, no, I fully agree. Um, but yeah, man, I, I cannot believe it's been nine years since that one dropped. Um, sheesh. Which but, means it's been 10 years since Section 80. Yeah. Remember we were having trouble figuring that one out? Yeah. Yep. Damn, dude. <laughs> Time is flying when you're having fun. Speaking of having fun, man, I posted on social media. I had a little accomplishment on 2K, man. I, I reached level 40, so one-fourth of the way to being a legend, bro. <laughs> no. So I mentioned 2K, though, specifically because 2K actually announced their linking with Columbia Records to add new music. Uh, to suit to season two, which is basically like you know, new I guess events and stuff around the park. Um, but songs like Lil Nas X, that's what I want. Polo G, Black Hearted, uh, Juggernaut by Tyler the Creator, hmm. um, all have been added to 2K. I feel like it's as refreshing as hell. Yeah. Video game soundtracks obviously get old. Um, this is a game changer to me, not just for 2K but all games in general. Um, just preventing that. I guess stale feeling, you know, you, you get tired of listening to the same shit. So maybe this motivates, you know, new artists to continue putting out work, letting it be added to video games. And I don't know. I just thought that was really dope. Yeah, man. it's super it dope. Did you see Lil Nas X tweet? I did. That's why I thought she was laughing. <laughs> what <did> he say? <laughs> you got to tell people that haven't seen right, it. So, um, like B said, Columbia Records adding new music to 2K. Lil Nas X retweeted it and was like, that's crazy. It was like, um, imagine listening to Boy, I Want to Cuddle You All Night while you're running around the park. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dude. <laughs> I love that dude, man. Oh, man. But yeah, I look forward to that. Really enjoy that song. Um, yeah, shout out to 2K. Um, and this should be the beginning of them working with the uh, uh, a number of uh, record labels. So I look forward to season, seeing what they have for season three. Um, but yeah, I thought that was super dope. Yes. Another another fun fact for you guys. I know you mentioned on a previous show, uh, Squid Games. So I mm-hmm. uh, came across that over 130 million people have watched at least two minutes of the show. And Damn. 87 million people have already finished the entire series. Netflix says the show has created 900 million in value and cost just $21 million to produce. Jeez. I, I just I came across that one. I'm like, I got to share that with the bros. I know this has been like the number one uh, show, I believe, in the world. But to have something cost $21 million and then be able to turn that into being worth almost a billion dollars, that's, that's incredible, man. Yeah. So shout out to Squid Games. That's unreal. And you know, it took them 10 years to make that. Mm-hmm. So like all your hard work imagine like putting together a project that take you 10 years all your blood sweat and tears being turned down by different companies you finally get it out there and everyone loves it you know what i'm saying and not even that they love it but then like you make it's worth a billion dollars like that's crazy most watch show and netflix like right off the bat or something yeah I'm glad you mentioned that, Dry, because I saw a tweet. Because there's people that, that quoted the guy being turned down like from ten different people, um, and told it wasn't good enough. Basically, his his story, and people have quoted that and said like, "How inspirational is that?" Then other people have quoted and was like, "You know what? That's not inspirational at all." And not because the guy didn't keep like persevering and, and that type of thing. But like, 
how did 10 idiots say no to this project? Like, why did he have to right. work so hard before he finally was able to get accepted to creating what he needed it's to? It's like, like an author, man. Like, some people write a book and it takes them 20 years to get the movie or something, you right. know? So, bro, it's so crazy. It's like when jobs tell you you need more experience, but like, nobody will hire you. Like, nah, bro, that's not inspirational, man. Like, oh, man. But yeah, shout out to, shout out to Squid Games. Did you finish it? So, no, I haven't started. I started. Um, I started you. you. Okay. And Joe is a wild. <laughs> Joe is a wild boy. Joe is a wild boy. That's all I say. I still. I still got to finish season one. But holy, head, it reminds me of a lot of Dexter. How addicted are you? Season that. three. Oh, season yeah. three, you're gonna be like, you're gonna you. <laughs> You gonna appreciate it. Mike keeps telling you that. I know it's wild to say that. <laughs> he gets he gets more and more like Dexter as the seasons go on too. Like, bro, I'm scared for where this journey is gonna <laughs> take me because he uh, he was wilding off to the first episode, bro. Yeah. And I see now when Gerard, I think he said last week, like, um, he'll walk in, he'll walk and or meet a chick that likes mm-hmm. like avocado or something <laughs> he's like this is meant to be like gerard's description when i was watching i'm like oh this dude without ruining okay. anything b gerard i love how in season three like every single person he'll just be like oh no not again yeah yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> just somebody completely uh have you been binging it b i've i i only got through a few episodes but is it gotten i need to like has watch. it gotten addicting not okay. yet only because it's only been a few. Right. I mean, I've, I've enjoyed it, but I haven't been to the point where it's like, dude, I can't stop watching. I'm not there yet, but I'm sure I will be at some point. You got all weekend. Um, <laughs> yeah, I watched that. And then, like I said, uh, Squid Game. Nice. But, man, I'm just glad to have access to Netflix. So, again, shout out to you and the lady, Drew. You. Whoa. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Let's get into what we've listened to uh, this week. And to be honest with me, as far as actual full projects, the only one that I've listened to is Wale for Lauren 2. Okay. Um, I just want to ask y'all what y'all thoughts were on this album. Personally, I don't want to be a downer, but like... Mm, I'm glad we're on the same page with that comment. I was going to say, bro, like, Drew, I know you said it's been a while since you was excited for a Wale project. Gerard, I know you love Wale. I knew it. I knew coming into this that y'all was going to say y'all didn't like it. And I It's was not gonna... even that. It was just... I, I, I would I would say my expectations weren't super high. They were a little high, but like I, I through one list and I was like, you know, this is kind of mid to me. And I've added a couple songs from it, but like there's nothing making me want to go back to listen to more. I will say, uh, down south, yep. the second verse or the second feature, uh, I think by Yellow Beezy, Maxo Crane, Maxo, yeah. He's released a new so, album too. Ye- Yellow Beezy is the first um, feature. So it's the second feature. So the the Maxo say that say that yeah Maxo Crane yeah his verse was fire yeah. as hell bro. And he's like, like, I, I don't I, even I, trust the Crips because the Crips killed Nipsey Hussle. That guy come on like <laughs> yeah. nah bro nah that's that's unfortunately that's what stood out on the album to me. Uh, he had Jamie Foxx on there which was was which was dope, I did not know that, that was song. Jamie at first after Let's the see, first listen. Uh, I'll talk about that track in a minute. I love that track, but yeah, go ahead. Keep going. Get into it, Drew. Let's so, see, like, let's it hear. says featuring Jamie Foxx, but that's already an old Jamie Foxx song. So it's really just mm-hmm. a sample. So like, it don't feel like Jamie was technically, but you know how like Kanye did on Otis where like 
Yeah. You have the oldest sample, but you still oldest feature as a featured artist. That's what mm-hmm. that song was. Probably just to like, give them props or something, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I feel you, man. I've heard that so many times with, like, old sampled songs as a feature, and I hate it. Like, yeah. Like, I, that's, a, that's the other song, too, where I was telling you guys, it's the second time I've heard Still Tipping as a sample this year. Like, Yeah, bro, I did that. That's annoying I like, this, I like this chop better, though. This one's way better than... The yeah. other one is barely a, a new song. It's like the same right. old Still Tipping with just, like, a faster drum or something. Exactly. This yeah. one actually is chopped up and sounds like a brand new song. It but does. But yeah. how weak is that sampling the same song twice in the same ear? Like... Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, one thing that bothered me is the fact that "Poke It Out" is like one of the best songs on the album to yeah. me. No, you're right. And I don't, I don't like when a single is like one of the best songs on an album. We've kind of talked about that yeah. a little bit, but I mean, it's easy listen. Fifteen songs, forty eight minutes. I mean, you know, it it, it, it more it had more so like a R and B super chill rap album vibe to it yeah. and i guess what i was expecting um but yeah that, that's my official feedback on it uh drew i know you said we were kind of on the same page but like how did you specifically feel it's, about the it's album the first album this year that i don't know how to rate it you know like there's some songs i like some i don't but it's all over the place to me like there's no flow to it sounds like a mixtape it sounds like floor and mixtape too you know see now, when you say that, my thing is the 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 mixtapes from Wale that I'm used to, I'm used to super high Better quality. quality so for I, sure, yeah. I feel like I can't even say, and this goes back to like our annoying conversation of like, what's the mixtape? What's the album? Like, mixtape Wale is probably one of the top mixtape artists. Now, I feel yeah. like I don't, you saying it sounded like a mixtape, I don't get that vibe just because mixtape Wale is, is in such high regard for me. Like, this doesn't match the quality I'm used to from from his mixtape. I wasn't personally. a fan of the first Florin mixtape, so I was expecting something a little more from this one. Maybe my expect expectations are a little too high this year for everything, but I wasn't feeling it. It's I love Wale too, and I was just I couldn't get into it. Maybe I need one more listen, but it wasn't for me right now. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. He I feel like Wale kind of hyped it up too. He did. Like I don't know, man. Dry I. I, I know you want to defend your boy. Yeah, so. I loved it. So to, for me, it didn't sound like a mixtape because it's still high quality. Like in like you could tell he spent a lot of money on it, which would be different from a mixtape because of the samples that he used and the musicality. So like, and like it's to me like when you listen to the music, it's a different. Like if you are a fan of Wale, it's a different like um, mindset. So like it's uh, more like positive instead of like you know his last album was pretty down like wow that's crazy Ooh, he's talking does. about like the things that's you still fit <laughs> what's the name of that album wow that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about you know more like him battling with his alcoholism and depression and stuff like that and you know heartbreak this album is a bit more upbeat which i'm, I'm happy about because it means he's in a good mind space so like i liked a lot of songs from this album, honestly. I like New Balances. I like I do like that Name one. Ring Bells. I like Tiffany Nights. I like Light Years featuring Rick Ross. Also, the Justice League is undefeated. Okay. So whenever they make beats, it's gonna be fire. So I like Light Years. I like More Love with uh Sean Stockman from Boys to Men. And the last song on the album, Beverly Boulevard, to me, is the best out. That's best song that's my album. favorite one on the album. Yeah, for sure. So, 
The one I yeah, absolutely but... hated, Gerard, was that song Jump In uh, with Lil Chris of T.O.B. I have no idea who okay. that is. And I, I was expecting you to say that. For it's... me, listening to Wale since 2009 and um, going to D.C., I love go-go music. Right. So listen, that, that go-go sound on that me uh, is cool to me. Like, I feel like if we were to go to a Wale concert and watch him perform that live, I think you feel differently. It's it feels different listening to it, but if you had a live show, I think that song would be fire. I think you like it. I went I went in 2010 to see him or whenever I sent that picture of you guys. Yeah. Uh, and uh he it was when he like barely had his first album out and he had the whole like a whole live set too. Yeah. Really dope, but yeah, yeah, I can see what you mean between like a live and a studio, but that song didn't have enough Wale. Yeah. Cuz it's it's hard to translate yeah, it's hard to translate that type of feeling on record. You right. know what I'm saying? Wale always puts a go-go record on his albums, and people be confused. You know what I'm saying? But like when you watch, like, and we we probably gonna do this recording later. You know our favorite um, Tiny Desk uh, concerts. When you watch mm-hmm. his Tiny Desk concert, you'll like it's a lot of songs that you probably didn't love by Wale that you'll start to love because of the performance. Pat your weave. Is that one of them? Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I right. I didn't yes. even see it, but I do. So he performed that one live and I was like, this song is awesome live. Right. <laughs> like <laughs> I can't remember the dude, uh, the dude who used to have featured on it, who was uh, like really high pitched. You know, he sounded oh like a God, girl. What's his name? You know uh, what I'm talking about. I know who Pat you're talking about. Weave, yeah. Baby. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that dude is the lead singer of the Backyard Band, okay. which is a go-go band. So Makes sense. I'm loving this knowledge y'all dropping for me and the listeners right now. Um, and then I, I appreciate when we all don't have like the same viewpoint. Drew, I know we agree, but like Gerard sticking up for his mans, I, I, I appreciate that. Um, is there anything else that either of you listened to this week? Gerard, I know you actually mentioned so, uh, you got a roundup to, to a few yes. from last so, week. Um, the one that I listened to that I told y'all in the group chat that was like super solid was Fetty Wap. Mm. Fetty Wap has an album out. And I would have not. <laughs> yeah, I was exactly. Not I, had, I had no idea that he was dropping that album. On. You know, you just go on like whatever streaming service you got. I use Tidal and you just searching through to like who dropped this week. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I'm scrolling through and I, you know, obviously I put Wale in, you know what I'm saying? And then I look around, I was like, Fetty Wap. Hmm. All right, you know, like I mean, I ain't got shit else to do. My <laughs> like, might as well take a gander, and uh, that shit was fire. I like, saw he didn't wow. have like any features on it or something. No, no features. The and Fetty Wap is super talented, and I feel like if you listen to the um kids that's out now, Fetty Wap was before his time, and I feel like mm-hmm. when he first dropped his stuff, like everybody was feeling his music, but I think he got oversaturated really fast. He had and a that's, hot that's the, summer, man. <laughs> yeah, like that, and that's that's his that's his team's fault because I don't think you should like oversaturate unless you plan on doing some Lil Wayne shit and constantly putting shit out. You don't just put a right. whole bunch of shit out and then just fall back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he mentioned on his album, you know, he put all that shit out. He, he got rich. You know, when you from the hood, you get your money. You like, all right, we good. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, so he got rich and he fell back. You know, um, he one of his daughters died recently, so you know. Mm-hmm. Um, my condolences to that but he put this album out and you really see how talented this guy is and like how he should be like amongst all the like super talented artists that's out now but y'all should take a listen it's super dope and i think y'all will enjoy it like uh also 
Kawhi Leonard has a mixtape out. It's an EV, EP. <laughs> I haven't listened yet. It's only seven songs, so I plan on listening. But he got some people on there, so I'm. I think it might be decent. I ain't heard nothing about it yet, though. So. Does he have Dame on Bro. it? <laughs> no, he has. Uh, he has Gunna on there. Doesn't he have? What's, I, 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 I'm gonna sound so old trying to pronounce this guy's name. It's like NLE Chopper or something like yes, that. Yes, NLE Chopper on there. Bro, so so I came across a clip on Instagram where they was talking while Kawhi was in the studio and just asking what Kawhi was doing. He's like nothing, trying to trying to make this music since I can't hoot right now. <laughs> right. So NLE Chopper was, he was talking about something, somebody that wanted to hear Kawhi. So Kawhi was like, I mean, does he know who I am? As if Kawhi Leonard ain't one of like the most famous people in the world. Bro, Kawhi Leonard, when you like literally watch how he interacts with people, is one of the most unintentionally hilarious people mm-hmm. yeah. in the world. Because he... He does. He does, obviously doesn't move like he's somebody extremely famous. Like when he was in the way too sexy video, like <laughs> right, he was just standing there not knowing to like that seems like it's legit. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched that clip once dying. I'm like, man, I gotta check out this. This I don't know if he actually raps on it, but I definitely would check that out as well as a Freddie Wall. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's only seven tracks, twenty minutes. He got Young Boy on there. He got Gunna. He got Polo G. Got Lil Uzi Vert. He got A Boogie with the hoodie. Damn. Got Stefan Don, Wale, Ty Dolla Sign, Young Blue, NLE Chopper. Jesus, and, is he on it at all? Good lord. <laughs> for seven tracks. And, <laughs> like, and Blue Bucks fans. So I think it's just like a compilation album. But like I said, I don't know. I don't know if he's rapping. But you know who else I found out raps? Who? Miles Bridges from really? uh, the Charlotte Hornets. I've been. Oh, uh, LeBron was like was was listening to his song and playing it on his story. Dog, and I got some listen, homies that, like dog, really listening. Dog is music. he's okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say he's good to y'all because he makes music like um, drill rap. So, mm. but he's decent. I like when people <laughs> kill people on tracks. So you know, okay. <laughs> Does he have a project out? <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure. Like, I only heard one song from him, and I heard I listened to a podcast, and they were talking about him. So nice, yeah, man. Shout out, shout out to rappers pursuing other dreams, man. We've, if you haven't, we actually have an episode where we talk about athletes that you know dipped into music a little bit. So uh, go check that out if you haven't given it a chance already. Um. So yeah, anything else you guys listen to? Dry. You mentioned two projects that we yeah. mentioned last week that you got around to. Oh yeah, yeah. I wanted you know to hear hear your feedback on those those projects. So man. I was I had never heard Faces before. Faces mm. is super dope, you know, and I never realized how good Mac was as a rapper. So like Faces Faces is fire, and I wish I had a ran into that tape early in his career. I wish it was actually an album, like, and it probably would have made me appreciate his later um albums after that. But I ain't never heard of faces before. So, like, that shit was That fire. means the world like, to me, Gerard. I just needed to hear that. <laughs> Thug's album, Thug's album was good. And it, was, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. It was it's really, It's a surprise, like, man. You know? Yeah. Like, like not, not surprising as in, like, oh, yeah, so many hard beats. Like, no, it's, like, like beautiful. Oh. I don't Holy, know. Yeah. <laughs> like, he actually took his time with it, man. Right. That's the that's the only description I have for it. It sounds so pretty. I don't, I don't know. Did I hear your voice crack before you said beautiful? I'm sorry. Because it is a beautiful album. But, like, Gerard was like, it's just so beautiful. beautiful. 
<laughs> no, it really is, bro. Like, that's exactly how I would explain it. I love every bit of it. So I hope some of our listeners, like yourself, Gerard, went back and checked those out. Uh, and if you have, let us know what you think, man. Because, like, those are yeah. very two – those are two beautiful projects. Yeah. So yeah. I highly recommend them. The only thing about Max's album is that, like, it, it's tough to listen to it now because of what happened to him. Because mm-hmm. you hear – you listen if you listen to lyrics, you know what I'm saying? You hear it and you hear the cry out for help. Like you Honestly. hear him talking about yep. all the drugs that he's like consuming and stuff like that. And you like you kind of sit back now after we know like what happened to Mac. It's like, damn, like, like, why couldn't he get help sooner? And I know a bunch of his rapper friends said they tried to get him help. So I'm not you can't point fingers at anybody, but you can see the self-destruction, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And not trying to get too furious on something like that, but you know, like you can see it in, in that album, even though faces is incredible. Like it's a really dope album, but you like the, the subject matter, you could tell like Mac was going through a lot, you know what I'm saying? Like even on like as, as the, the crazy part, happy birthday is a super dope song. Mm-hmm. Like from the naked eye, it's a hype song. Like you just <laughs> listen to it. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, that shit. When you break down the lyrics, that shit is fucking depressing. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like being alone, man. Yeah, like, and it's just wild. You know, like I said, like, I appreciate you, Drew, for like help making us listen to it, you know, just to get a real like idea of who Mac was as an artist, because I I never listened to it before. But yeah, like Do you agree that's hands down his best project? Oh, for sure. It has yeah. to be, man. Like, I, I did I didn't hate the divine feminine like you, but <laughs> <laughs> like so like but but you yeah, see, so that's sure. what like, B said I, last week though. Like you see how I put that one at such a high regard to yeah. def- like define feminine. Like that's where yeah, my no, like, you know for sure, like a hundred percent. Like had I listened to faces before, I would have definitely said Mac was fucking up <laughs> afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Cause this is like <laughs> high level shit. Yeah. It should have been an album. So it's like yeah. Like it's some of the best wordplay and lyrics. Like I texted you personally, like, dude, listen yeah. to listen to the punchlines. Like just yeah, that alone I, I, is know, hands down, like far above people. Because yeah. you know, me and you always had conversations, and you always would like uh, stand up for Mac. And I was just like, bro, I don't see it because I ain't never like heard him rap like this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And maybe you know, in the back of your mind, you always had faces right there, so you like, nah, dog can rap. Yeah, but yeah, he's he was yeah. Just yeah, the, the day the I first met you, Gerard, just, just wait till it releases on streaming platforms. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> no, we never really talked about Mac like that back in the day, though. But, like, I'm, I'm so glad both of you guys heard it with fresh ears for the first time. And not, like, not like a day to listen to it. Because it's still kind of new in a way, you know? Yeah. What's it, like, six, seven years old now? But it still sounds yeah. really fresh. So, right, bro, and like you said, it's a six or seven year old mixtape, but like it sold a lot of copies within the past week, which is like which unheard is insane, of. Man. Um, and then Gerard, I know you mentioned uh, Punk actually being like the number one album in mm-hmm. the world, yes. So, again, if you don't believe us, I mean, the numbers back up both of these. So, like we said, check it out. And if you haven't, check out last week's episode where we kind of you know did a deep dive on both of them. So, uh, highly recommend both projects and shout out to artists taking their time to craft beautiful music mm-hmm. for us to discuss on a beautiful podcast. <laughs> a beautiful Saturday morning. <laughs> I was going to say the last one I listened to, it came out last week, but I didn't really listen to it before then was a uh, Dom Kennedy's from the West side with love. Three. Oh, man. Dude, yes. I'm not the biggest Dom Kennedy fan, but I've played that album three times now. And it's 
awesome. Like front to back, a great listen through. So if you have any activities you want to do, put that on the back and enjoy. Bro, I got to listen to that. It's, it's so, so West much. Coast, man. It's a nice hey, feeling. So it's some artists that make you feel like, oh, I want to be from their neighborhood. Man. <laughs> like, Dom Kennedy make you want to be from the Merck Park so good. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> <laughs> No, I got to check that one out, man, because everybody actually that's listened to it that I've talked to have said the same thing that you mm-hmm. said, Drew. I uh, haven't heard anything bad about it. So, no, I, I would definitely check that out. That's the thing about having a music podcast is like you got to really make sure you find time to listen to all this yes. stuff. And it's a good problem to have. It's not but, easy, no, man, year... with us recording on Saturdays and shit coming out Friday. It's so hard sometimes. But like, right. <laughs> It's such a good problem to have because there was weeks where like nothing was dropping. We're like, dude, what's going on? Yeah. But no, we we predicted this. The summer would pick things up for sure. I'm definitely definitely about to listen to that Maxo Cream though, because because yeah. of that. He, he of that came verse. out yesterday too. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm gonna. I saw yeah. the uh, the album too. So yeah. please send yeah, that to me. Right I was listening to that. I'm <laughs> like, wait, I don't know which artist this is. I assume the second one that was listed. That's who it was, but. Nah, man, yeah. I'm a, I'm a big fan. After that, gotcha. man, I'm sitting here thinking about is just what ifs after discussing Oof. Mac Miller. And <laughs> that almost feels like a topic that we have to discuss about <laughs> what ifs when it comes to music. So, without further ado, let's get into okay. the what yeah. ifs. What if we talk about it now? <laughs> <laughs> so, Drew, you posted on Facebook, man. So, what I want you to do is kind of read over some of the. The comments that we have, uh, shout out again. We appreciate everybody that comments, helps us out with some of our posts. Um, so, Drew, I'm actually going to pull it up myself, but you posted a, a question, so I'll give you the chance to read that over, then read over some of the comments. Yeah, for sure. So I posted, we uh, we talked about it earlier in, earlier in the week, but I said, what are some hip-hop scenarios that never happen, but you wish they did happen? And a lot of responses from people on Facebook um, the biggest one that I really forgot about, shout out to Sterling for uh, sending it, uh, Cole and Kendrick's joint album. Like, mm. it's I told him, I was like, dude, that's the myth that never happened, man. Like, we've been promised that for at least, I'd say, eight or nine years now. And it's yeah. no, there's always rumors that it's going to happen or they're in the studio together and nothing. We got nothing. Well, they're always in the studio together. And I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure they've recorded shit. It's just timing i don't know <laughs> you you know what that made me think of uh I, I said it on the earlier um episode but wayne and drake were supposed to have a joint album that they never dropped yeah and that actually led to when kanye and jay-z dropped theirs um both of them feeling a certain type of way because they kind of felt like they started that idea but never actually completed mm-hmm. said idea mm-hmm. and then jay-z and and kanye actually made it happen so Depends on who you wish to believe, but sure. that was something reading that 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 status where I'm like, I remember what Wayne and Drake was talking about, something like that. So, That'd be nice but too. no, man, that I, I saw another comment drew uh, the Black Hippo album. Am I saying Black that right? Hippie. Is hippie? Yeah. Oh, so there's a, a typo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> like, like, uh, maybe, let me make sure I read that correctly. But was that what it was supposed to be yeah, called? Black, yeah. Well, Black Hippie was it's Kendrick, uh, Absol, Schoolboy Q, and J Rock, all four of them together to make a project. And there yeah. was they released songs together, but yeah. a full project never happened. But that was like right around the same tam- time as uh, Cole and Kendrick too, like. 
teasing shit like that. I was more excited because at the time Slaughterhouse was out and they were supposed to do a track with Black Hippie Ooh. and it never happened. Ooh. Man. <laughs> oh my God. Your eardrums would be bleeding after that. that yeah, that would have been <laughs> glorious. It's like those memes of pe- people listening to country music and their ears are bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, Drew, keep reading All through right. the comments here because I see the one about Slaughterhouse. Yep. I'm on the one now about uh Snoopy dog. That's my uncle, man. My uncle posted some Snoopy dog selling Tide with iced tea. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess. Oh man. <laughs> you know, I don't think he's gonna listen to the pod anyway. But hey, we're just gonna shout him out. <laughs> um, love, uh, Master P's son should have been just as cold as P or better. No, no. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Master P's influence like, is. I, you, you can't you can't properly expect a son to have that type of influence, but I don't know. Depending on which one he's talking about, he's Master P's got some sons that can ball, man. I think he's probably like, talking about Romeo. That's but what I was Romeo thinking about. Is big in a different way, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Romeo. I don't think he really like wanted to be a rapper for real, like, <laughs> and so he became an actor, like you know. And he, but he still left his mark with some of it. Like he's, he's got some hits. Yeah. Like you say, he moved into acting, and you know, business wise, right. he's made a couple more. Made a few but... commercials. I say ICDC. Call it ICDC. Call it. Like that's a little unfair, bro. I don't know. Romeo, I mean, it's, he's not a failure. Like, I don't look at Romeo like, damn, he wasn't with his pop. Like, nah, I don't I don't look at it that way. Yeah. Um, but Drew, you skipped one. Did I? Oh, DeWan. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's right. Kanye. See, I asked him too what he meant by it, and I. He didn't respond, but Kanye performing Diamonds Remix live and Jay coming out to do his verse. I saw I asked yeah, him, I was like, did you want this to happen or I don't know. Do you know Gerard? Yeah, I don't know. They I never... don't know what that would have done. Like, yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> well, Kanye, if you're out there listening, man, please follow up with us so we can further elaborate on, you know, what, what your what if. <laughs> actually was pertaining to i said i was gonna um, follow up on the romeo one because terrell put when i was a little tyke i always wished for a bow wow versus little romeo battle you know it's people that are old that <laughs> wanted that happen on versus uh it kind of slightly did when romeo just popped up during bow right. wow's uh versus but i mean hey they there's a lot of people that pick sides between them back in the day like that Rome, that's what i'm saying romeo had an impact and then I saved the best for last just for Gerard. Wait, 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 wait. Gerard, it looked like you got something on your on your heart, brother. I, I don't see the significance of that. Like, first of all, Bow Wow is the OG. You know what I'm saying? And, like, so Romeo is trying to be like Bow Wow. And Romeo said that much in the verses. So I didn't understand that. And also, like, Bow Wow released Fresh As I'm Is, and then Romeo released that diss song back. <laughs> Freshers on me is a on me is a banger. Did y'all really want that? Did y'all really want that? You ain't right. You ain't right. Romeo, right. the fuck out of here. Like, so. <laughs> no, that is a banger. That beat was fired. No, nah, I'll bro. say Romeo. I didn't even know that was a Romeo track. doesn't want to bow wow. Bow wow just dusted Soldier Boy's ass too in the verses. Right. Like, clearly, <laughs> bow wow has hits. <laughs> you know, it's some people That's that true. people think. You know, like people think is you know. Not that, and then you it happened to you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So everybody thought that about Drake. You see what happened to me, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes 
leave shit alone. Like, <laughs> like, no, that's facts. And then Drew, I see one yep. here. Right up uh, Alley. I, oh man. Yeah. yeah I knew it. Go ahead. Man. Say the fuck shit. Cause I saw that too. Go ahead. I say Sarad, <laughs> it's just a come on, man. It's just a running joke no. at this point, man. <laughs> so shout out to Phoenix Spencer, because he actually gave us three of these, and I said two of them earlier. But he said the game actually not apologizing all those years ago when he when he uh everything went down. He said he should have doubled down. Oh, uh, you know what would have happened? He would have been as corny as he is right now. Okay. <laughs> So wait, what what exactly are we talking about? The what was it? Uh, you know when Game and Fifty Cent was beefing, and then they had that little uh, uh fair track, right? Yeah. yeah, they was dissing each other. They had, and then you know people end up getting shot. So like they had that fair kind of thing, and they apologized to one another. He's saying that he shouldn't have apologized, and he should have kept going. So first know, of all, on a serious tip, somebody would have ended up dead because that that was. I was gonna, gonna say, happen. and then on the other tip, Game wouldn't have not. You would have never heard documentary two Jesus Peace, uh, nineteen ninety one or whatever. Like you wouldn't have heard none of those albums. I could do without been- documentary two. Okay, That's so. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, no. But Jesus Peace, no, I that, love. That's, that's a great point. Um, because when we when we discuss what ifs, and again, shout out to everybody that left comments on Drew's post, it really helped a lot. Uh, one of the things we always talked about, fellas, was what if Kanye didn't survive that mm-hmm. that accident. Mm-hmm. So just thinking about it to myself, when he got into that accident, that was, was that college drop? Yeah. Was that college yeah, dropout? Before, yeah. before college dropout. He made, yeah, then he made Through the Wire, which he ran yeah, he made Through, through the Wire, draw. which, yeah, right. Yeah. So if that, if he doesn't make it through the car accident, which thank God he did, but we never get an 808s and heartbreak. Right. Um, never get my beautiful uh, Dark Twisted Fantasy. Um, you never get watched the bro. Throne. You never get good music and all those yeah. artists. You never get the life of Pablo. Like it's just incredible. And and Dry actually shout out to you again, uh, because you provided the fun fact about the little Nas uh song yeah. that we that we discussed. It's number one in the country. Industry baby, if you, produced by yeah, Kanye. And had no idea. Had no idea that Kanye produced that. So mm-hmm. I mean, again, just the amount of music we never would have received if that happened. That's, that's a crazy to me. What if, and if it's okay with y'all, I mean, I hope our listeners listen to this and be like, you know what? I think a good, what if will be, what if would have been such and such. Like, I think this could be one of a few segments yeah. because you can go on and on for this. Um, so yeah, that was one that I was thinking about and just blew my mind. You want to know my biggest, what if, What's so that? we always like uh champion uh, notorious big as a rapper, you know, one of the greatest of all time. But um, I, I hope I would have wished that he survived long enough to see him become a um like a mogul. Mm-hmm. We saw what he did with Junior Mafia. We saw like um how he you know created Lil Kim, and we see what Lil Kim did for the Nicki Minaj's, you know, and all of that. The Sweeties, Cardi B, Cardi B's. What if Biggie never died? Because uh, do y'all know that Biggie um. He discovered Cameron. Whoa. So no, I did not. Cameron was signed to the label that Biggie created with Un Rivera Entertainment. But Un took it over after Biggie died. Hmm. But that was Biggie's artist. So like what if <laughs> like exactly. So like yeah. well, where oh. would Cameron be under the tutelage of Notorious B. I. G. Like yeah, how would Mace crazy. have how would Mace's career have went on had Biggie stayed alive and he didn't feel like he had to take on all the responsibility of running bad boy may still had one incredible album 
But, you know, with Biggie around, they could have done more. You know what I'm saying? Like, that type of stuff. Biggie was already, like, he signed, like, the Puff Daddy became Puff Daddy because of Biggie. Mm -hmm. So, like, he was, Biggie was telling Puff Daddy what to do. And that's how Puff Daddy became a rapper. Like, what? how would Puff's career have changed? You know, like, with Big still around, guy in his every step, you know, and still, like, still doing his thing on Bad Boy. Like, we see what Jay is now, but I would have liked to see, like, how Big would have, like, um, went on in his career. You know what's crazy? No, that's a good, that's a good one, I'm just bro. thinking of that. There may not have been a Cameron versus Rockefeller beef, you know? Yeah. That, like, because Jay and Biggie were cool, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe that, that whole Dame situation maybe never happened if that. If Cam was with Biggie, you know? Yeah. That's a crazy one. That's a good one, Gerard. <laughs> Another one I thought of is what if Snoop didn't beat the case <laughs> yeah. and ended up having to go to jail? Yeah. Like, we talk about, I listen to him on on, on, on on my Mount Rushmore, like, the amount of albums that we wouldn't have got from Snoop is, like, crazy, man. Yeah. Um, that That's yeah. just one that's been crossing my mind. I kept sure. going back to uh, the, the song Airplanes with B.O.B., and I thought about Eminem where he's just like, what if I didn't wake up to make it to the Rap Olympics? And I went down, like, a who would be here or not. And I was like, okay, yeah. Dre would have never found M. M never would have found 50. 50 would have right. never found game. And honestly, I hate to go this far, but Nipsey may not have been around if it wasn't for game, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's how, true. that's how like far down I went with that one. Like, holy shit. Like <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a lot of different generations of rappers. Yeah. No, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> Damn. Oh yeah. <laughs> Is there any other ones that you guys think of offhand? Um, again, I look forward to our listeners here in this segment, thinking of some what ifs, hitting us up on social media, letting us know y'all thoughts. Um, damn, now I'm sitting here trying to think of some more what ifs because I mean, shit, what if Tupac never signed with Death Row? Like, would he still, would he still be here? Would he, his career have taken a different approach? See, that's the thing. Um, Tupac was always gonna be a star. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing stopping his star power. I think not not sorry when I say would he still be here I mean like kind of like Biggie like able to still oh, be Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Person. Like yeah, he would have yeah. Tupac is one of them people where like they're always going to be larger than life. Like he was always going to be that person. I think the death row thing was not about who Tupac was as a person, but it's about the the company you surround yourself in. Like death row Exactly. Like we we talk about Tupac like his death as a conspiracy, but it's not. It's it's L.A. politics. It's game banking, and that's what got Tupac killed. And I think the the company surrounding in Death Row with a with a whole bunch of the the pyrus and the bloods that Suge had around, Tupac got influenced by, and he got himself caught up in a situation that in L.A. is regular, normal, everyday stuff. You know what I'm saying? And it's unfortunate that one of our greatest rappers lost his life due to, you know, that type of scenario. But had Tupac not went to death row, he still would have been a movie star because he did juice. He did above the rim before death row. Mm, So like he still would have been an amazing movie star. He, I think the content of his music would have been a little different because I don't think we would have got all eyes on me. Yeah. But it would have been more like the beginning. It would have been more like me against the world. Say he would have followed up right after that. Yeah. Yeah. So you wouldn't have got all eyes on me. You probably, I don't know, you probably would have still got a Machiavelli. You know what I'm saying? But, like, the all eyes on me was strictly influenced by Death Row. So, like, I think Tupac still would have been the megastar that he is now. 
And I think that he would have been more um, involved in politics and the Black Lives Matter movement that's going on right now. Tupac would have been all over it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he could have been like that first rapper political figure that was actually successful, you know? Yeah. Because of that route. But I mean, that's Death Row. Death Row changed him. It really did. Death Row, yeah. (laughs) That's why I'm sitting here thinking like, man, like I I see uh, far less violent. I guess path for him if he wouldn't have signed with Death Row, but I mean, shit, Death Row got him out of jail. Yeah. So, who, man, who knows? My, uh, what thinking about this? I think it was either our first pilot or maybe the second episode. Didn't we talk about Pac and Biggie? Yeah, or something like that. My yeah. thing still, my big what if? It's kind of I don't know. I just always thought this. I don't think they'd be selling records still right now in this day and era. I really don't. I agree with that because the social media would have found a way to... They would have said their shit like they're doing now, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, hell, Biggie was, was fat. I mean, wasn't the most attractive. Like, they would have slandered him for that. Um, I don't know. Tupac. We, we got Ross. <laughs> and I think Biggie is a way cooler guy than Rick Ross is. So, Ross like, has found a way to make his sound relevant still, you know? But I feel but like... I, Ross definitely... Ross definitely, like... At a, at a certain point was getting jokes was, though man. not like jokes take away from you being successful but like with Pac with some of his cases like you know would he have been canceled would people still support him as much like you really have to think there was no social media back then like you got your news on MTV versus now as soon as somebody goes to jail man like it's breaking news on Twitter That's true. Yeah. like you know uh, rumors hell seeing if something's true or not yeah. people don't even take the time to really do that so I don't know what's as much trouble as Tupac was getting in his in his career, um, Biggie stuff about you know Little Kim, uh, Faith like that getting out. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, bro, I would I I imagine who they would have matured into because we mm-hmm. look at Jay. Jay was around in '96. He's a much different Jay than he is now. Mm-hmm. So we look at Nas. Nas was around before them in '94. Like, and he's a much different Nas than he is now. I'd like to see how they would have matured into the people they are now. Puff is even different. So. Like, to see Biggie around now, I wonder, like, that's why I said, like, I wonder what type of mogul he would have turned into. Like, he would be more like Ross on the tip to where it's more about the business. Like, he talking about this, that, and the other. He ain't really caring about what he rapping about or his image. It's about he getting to the money. Mm-hmm. Or we talking about Pac. Like, is Pac still super involved? Like, I think Pac would have been like what Will Smith is. Pac would have been a movie star mm. and used his, his voice for, like, you know, politics or, like, you know, the inequalities in the world. Like, I think, I don't know if rap would have been their their main thing, you know what I'm saying, like it is. That's true. So. Yeah, no, man. I, I'm loving this discussion. Um, is there any others that you guys have before we uh, wrap up for this week? The, for, a newer one for me is uh, that XXX, I always say Tenation, just to sound it out. <laughs> XXX Tenation, but like, what if he never died? Like, I think that kid was on a roll. Like, yeah. he released some great projects before he passed, but like, I think he would have been the next superstar right now. I think so too. It's funny you mentioned that because that list um, that I did earlier is like a fun fact having some artists on there that have passed yeah. away. One thing about this, like when we do the what ifs and it's like, you know, the impact a a person could have, you know, timing is everything. And as sad as, you know, these people passing away is, 
it did bring attention, you know, to casuals to listen to their music that probably never would have, you know, before that happened. Drew, you talk about all the time when a person passes away, people go out their way to like look into their music mm-hmm. and like really connect to stuff like that. So like, I don't know what if some of these artists wouldn't have been as big if they unfortunately didn't pass away. Like, I don't think I really looked into XXX's music until he passed away. Unfortunately, I wasn't super big into Juice World, yeah. but after he passed away, I started to, you know, give more time to some of his work and be like, okay, this dude was super talented. So I don't know. It's like the gift and the curse of such unfortunate things when a person passes away because they're, they're no longer here, but like the stuff that they left behind, you know, people pay more attention it's to it's sad so and it's, it's kind of morbid in a way because we're a little desensitized to like all the violence we've seen over video games and just movies and shit but like Absolutely. a guy like Lil Peep to me when he passed I was just like oh that doesn't do much for me or for music you know like mm-hmm. I hate to say or sound like that because I sound like an asshole but you never know yeah I mean part of Pac you know his his success currently is at the fact that he did so much <laughs> so young before you know he was taken away from us so like just looking at it now it's incredible to think them and big like damn y'all are legends and i mean biggie only had the two albums i mean technically one and a half they they weren't in our mount rushmore's like (laughs) Like, yeah but they're still very relevant to culture i look at nipsey hustle because he was right on the cusp of doing what he wanted to do i agree that that that's more disappointing to me because it's like he like you see the grind that he was on. You know, we all listen to his mixtapes and stuff like that. He just released his debut album and he was just like getting um his neighborhood together, like which was his his life's dream was to make sure that that hub of LA, the you know, the um South LA, the Crenshaw area was together, building that up and, you know, putting STEM um programs in that area and then you know teaching the world about cryptocurrency and all these things like nip was in front of all of that and i was i was just about to say like he he was so ahead of his time when it came to cryptocurrency and like uh seeing his store like he had merchandise where you could you could uh you know pull pull up an app on the phone and it would show like a music video that he dropped specifically like he he was far ahead of his time and like he would be thriving right now absolutely so 100 percent. so that's tough like to see that like in all these things and then and you know no one carries the baton it's just it's a period it's the end of the sentence like you know what i'm saying like you know what i respect gerard about his camp though is they didn't rush out to release a project that he was working on just to capitalize on money like they there hasn't been anything there hasn't been a mixtape or album or single or anything from him and i kind of respect released, that in a way they released the um the marathon, on the features, yeah, features the marathon sure. documentary yeah so they released that and those features and he had a deal he had a huge deal with puma like yep man like mm-hmm. he oh my goodness he he had some big things in yeah, work and that and that puma and, thing was about to go crazy so like imagine he was able to to um support that the way that he wanted to like they still released it and it's still sold out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But imagine he was able to do what he wanted to do. Like, come on. I'll man. say, Gerard, just speaking on Nip real quick, do you want to share that video you sent us about the advice from 50? Oh, so um like Nip Hustle had released the marathon and um Todd um Merowitz, who was the um 
he was the executive vice president of Atlanta at the time. He was like, you know, that was incredible. We loved it. Uh, the only thing you did wrong was you didn't say that it was an album. And Nip Hustle was like, no, I did that on purpose. I had a conversation with 50 Cent. And he was like, it's a good that you didn't call it an album. Because then um, when you going to get your your money from the record labels, because he was looking for a major deal contract, he was like, they're going to use that the sales metrics of that album to give you your contract. Hmm. He was like, so like when you go in there and you say, no, nah, that's not an album, it's a mixtape. They can take what you sold off of that independently and kind of project with it what you'll sell and give you more money than you having the actual sales on on record because you don't have a sales history. So they can project like, oh, we think you'll sell this much and you'll get more money off a of projection than you would actually selling that that mixtape. That's crazy. And so that's why we said, first of all, one thing: Fifty Cent is a genius. Okay, <laughs> so like, let's put that out there. Fifty Cent is a genius, and you never know. Like, I appreciate Fifty Cent always helping out younger artists be um up under him, you know, and giving them the game, you know, to let them know how to run in this uh industry. Because I don't think he got that type of help when he was coming up, because Jam Master J ended up getting killed. Hmm. Okay, so that's about Fifty. We'll talk about that later. But as far as um, that's why people call their stuff mixtapes. You know, because in their mind, they still have a, a game plan. They think in the long game. And if you say, okay, this is a mixtape, I'm not going to consider this a real album because if I get the build up for my business plan or even the fans to say, okay, expectations moving forward, this is what you do. If you could expect this from a mixtape, then on a real album, you're going to get everything you wanted more than you can just call it a mixtape. So when your album come out, you get more expectation from your fans and more money from the record labels. Crazy. Bro, I was just about to say, sitting here listening to you talk about 50, like, what if 50 didn't make it when he was shot nine times? Like, <laughs> there's no Get Rich or Not Trying, there's no Massacre, uh, there's no G-Unit, there's no 50 versus Kanye, like... No, I said there's was, no Game and no Nipsey. Yeah, and like, if we do a deep dive on 50, 50 was already hot before he got shot. Like, he was mm-hmm. coming for everybody. He got shot, and that cooled down his momentum. And he had to get back up there, you know what I'm saying? Like you, that's a per, that's the story of perseverance, man. Like, because even getting shot nine times, you could have been like, ah, oh, fuck this. <laughs> like, yep. like, no. So. And for those of you that haven't heard it, we had our favorite uh, disc records of all time, an old episode that you guys should check out. Because one of the best diss tracks of all time is certainly 50 Cent How to Rob, where he goes in on everybody. So again. You haven't heard that episode, please go back, check us out, let us know what you think. Yeah. Fellas, anything else before we get out of here? I think this is an excellent segment. I look forward to seeing what our listeners think, if they have anything for us to add or touch upon uh, at a later time. Um, but yeah, before we get out of here, anything else we want to discuss? Nah. Well, Rickets. <laughs> once again, <laughs> go back, check out some of our old episodes. Let us know if you guys have any future uh, discussions, topics you would like us to cover. Um, This has been another episode of Two Hip Hop Senseis and the Casual. And until the next time, y'all be easy. Peace. Take care.